0: juxtapose them in really interesting ways
1: hell yeah we do
0: yay today we are talking i'm looking at the notes and i'm like what the fuck is our topic
1: and who are we
0: and oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i am Mixie plum
1: and i'm mikey chase
0: oh yeah and um this episode will be called something with the word sarcasm
1: Yes. Definitely yeah. something with the word sarcasm. I don't Who knows think we what.
0: should number the episodes anymore because then people expect chronological order and we're still not going to give it.
1: We should just give them, like, useless numbers like infinity and pi.
0: Yeah, oh, pi. <laughs> I like that. This is episode
1: pi. Welcome to episode pi.
0: <laughs> the pi of the sarcasm. No, the sarcasm sarcasmic pie
1: sarcasmic pie there you go
0: that's our episode i still i'm looking at revolutionary war that's our fucking topic today i'm reading the notes thinking what's the topic what's with all this history
1: (laughs) (laughs) why is there so much history in the show notes for this show that's partly about history i don't get it
0: Oh my god. Alright, why don't you start, because clearly I'm having a a thing here. So Mikey, why don't you give us some uh, background about the Revolutionary War? Yeah,
1: let's start with the timeline. Just a basic, I'm not gonna go into every detail about the war. That's what the internet's there for. We're gonna drill down into some specific aspects, but like, y'all got Google. Um, so the whole thing was kicked off in 1765, the American Revolution. Um, let me start that sentence over. The American Revolution kind of kicked off in 1765 unofficially with the launch of the Stamp Act, and that's when Britain set a tax that required a stamp on all public documents, including very mundane stuff like newspapers. Um, and uh, rightfully so, the colonists were not super stoked about that kind of an invasive sort of tax that was on everyday stuff. Um. And a couple years later, in 1770, uh, five Boston colonists were shot dead by British troops in the Boston Massacre. Uh, That was another thing that definitely helped to stoke the tensions. Wait,
0: do five people equal a massacre? Wouldn't that just be like a light spree?
1: uh, That's technically a mass shooting. I guess is what that would be, yeah. Oh,
0: wow, okay. I
1: guess that would technically count as a mass shooting.
0: Wow, (laughs) you can tell we live in America.
1: USA, USA. U-S-A. <laughs> don't, don't
0: say that.
1: <laughs> I only say it ironically, I promise. Okay,
0: good, good. All right, go on, sorry. <laughs>
1: uh, the next major milestone is one that everybody's familiar with. In December 16th of 1773, the Boston Tea Party kicked off, in which uh, a bunch of folks that were real mad that their tea got more pricey <laughs> dumped a bunch of it into the harbor.
0: Fuck yeah, <clears throat> revolution.
1: Hell yeah this tea's pricey let's just make the harbor a giant cup of tea
0: you want to insult a Brit tell him you don't drink tea (laughs) I don't drink tea and I'm the biggest Anglophile you will ever meet but I don't drink tea sorry Brits I want to be you. I just don't want to drink you. Just
1: not all the way. Yeah.
0: No, all the way. Just not with tea.
1: Then not all the way. It's all the way in my eyes, goddammit.
0: I'm an honorary Brit. I've called myself an honorary Brit forever. I've claimed the term. I am British. I don't know any
1: Brits honorary otherwise. that don't drink tea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oi. Caught your bollocks in, eh? Just go on, then. Traitorous (laughs) colonial. You want to speak about the warfare, remember?
1: So, yeah, I'm making my way there. So, after the Boston Tea Party in 1774, the Colonial Congress got together and was like, Hey, what's up with all these taxes? This ain't alright. We gotta do something. And uh, that eventually led to tensions getting higher and higher, and in 1775, the war kicked off in earnest. uh, And uh, it escalated from there. Everybody knows. And the reason this episode is in July is that Independence Day happened on uh, July 4th, 1776, which is when we were like, Yo, Britain, we out.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, I always want to go we back. We made paperwork to prove it and everything. We out.
0: I always want to go back. I'm like, Why did I know I'm European anyway in descent? So I'm like, Why? Why did we have to leave Europe? <laughs> <laughs>
1: So the the crazy thing about this war, um, the stuff that doesn't get talked about as much are the things, um, are the darker sides of the the warfare and the lead-up to the warfare. And there's very good reasons for some of the cruelty that happened, but it did still happen and it did still contribute greatly to the nature of the conflict. Uh, Leading up to the war, um, and in the early days in particular, the British were underfunded and understaffed. And as a result, they did not have adequate prison space. Any prisoners of war that were captured were treated very poorly, so they had a pretty much blanket take no prisoners policy, which is, for obvious reasons, cruel and ruthless to either put somebody in horrible prison conditions or kill them. So that led to a a significant amount of animosity building up, whereas maybe tensions could have otherwise calmed down. Uh, It just kept escalating and both sides did their fair share of of escalation Um,
0: and didn't George Washington attack on Christmas
1: yeah (laughs) yeah and on the colonial side we we did stuff we broke from war tradition in ways that were not common at the time we were doing guerrilla warfare we were attacking from the trees not lining up in an even (laughs) noticeable targetable line like the redcoats were (laughs) It's so very British and proper. Yeah, it was all very British and proper okay, and faithful. Former line over here, over here. Yeah, <laughs> former line over here. Wait for the bullet. Okay. <laughs> was basically what was now happening. Now,
0: Nigel, swap them round. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: uh, so that that's always fascinated me, though, that the the war was. L- we hear it through a lens that's a little sanitized of those things. We don't hear about the fact that the British used starvation tactics against the yeah, colonials. That's interesting. Um, we don't hear about, uh, about the fact that George Washington took it to heart that the British had been looting and raping, uh, colonials and he took it to heart and he insisted on flogging any colonial troop that looted. Wow. Anyone that stepped out along got flogged. And he even went as far as to lobby Congress repeatedly, repeatedly <laughs> to be allowed to hand out more lashes. Wow. <laughs> Because that is how seriously. Yeah, right? (laughs) 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 That is how seriously Washington took his kink. No. (laughs) No, I love
0: all the anti rape sentiments, though. Ben Franklin was uh, grossly (laughs) against rape. Yeah. Mistresses, on the other hand, they were fine with.
1: Well. (laughs) (laughs) We'll Hey, mistresses are consensual. That's a okay. All
0: right. Um, so, I don't really have any history about the Revolutionary War, except that I, for three years, was a carriage driver in the city of Philadelphia. I live outside of Philly, um, all through Philly, and even where I live, you can see Revolutionary War markers, like the mm-hmm. battle of this, the battle of that. And it's cool, because they're all, like, pokey stops, too, so, <laughs> where I live, it's all full of historic pokey stops.
1: Get so some history good. in a six Squirtle.
0: Yay. Oh, I don't... No, no Squirtles.
1: Oh, well. Excuse oh, me. Squirtle. He had his day. He
0: was shiny already. Fuck him. I'm done. I got my six Blastoise with a uh, well, Hydro Cannon. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on Squirtles. <laughs> right on. Yeah, I'm collecting Gibbles right now. Nice. <laughs> if you know what they are. I didn't know what they are until like, they came out in game. I don't know what any Pokemon is until it comes out in game. But I digress. Um, being a carriage driver in Philly and when you first train, learning about all the history tour is really interesting. You have a wide range. Everybody has their own tour. So at, when I first started, I listened to everybody's bit of information that they had on mm-hmm. it. Everybody does different kinds of studying on the Revolutionary War. Um that's how I met my co-parent, Brian. He, he worked at the barn for like a decade, probably more. I worked for three years. Um, I had two horses that I loved, one named Obi-Wan and one named Zach. And Obi-Wan was the best horse ever. I will send you a picture of him.
1: That is such a good name for a horse. May the horse be with you.
0: <laughs> oh, I used to say that
1: too oh that's amazing i
0: did one time oh my god every time at the end just to try to get more tips i'd be like may the horse be with you (laughs) and people would laugh and i'd get good tips so that was good that's awesome (laughs) i love it yeah obi-wan was my baby he used to stick his tongue out at you one time i put (laughs) um green fairy wings on the d-rings on his bridle and I took a picture of him sticking his tongue out at me with fairy wings. So I'm going to send you that picture if you want to put it up on our website. Absolutely. I want yeah. to put o- that in the show notes. Obi-Wan was the cutest fucking horse in the world. <laughs> um, so uh, I did what I like to call the sex, drugs, and rock and roll tour. Awesome. Yeah. I learned a lot of shit. And I didn't want to just do dense history, like, oh, this isn't that, that isn't that. I tried to mix all sorts of pop culture, like, here's a scene from Sixth Sense where M. Night films, you could totally see, because uh, Sixth Sense is all, like, Center City, and um, the part we did tours in, oh my God, Society Hill. Oh, what the fuck, I can't believe I forgot that. <laughs> um brian and i uh when we were married we actually got married in the house uh one of the houses on our tour called the philip singh physic house he is the father of american surgery and upstairs his his house was opulent like one of those historic houses with all the gold gilded shit oh, and all that's awesome stuff. and it, it was an outdoor <laughs> wedding in june it was perfect to be married in and upstairs they had the museum of all his medical tools and they're like 300 years old. Wow. Yeah. So people that's really cool. Yeah. We had an awesome bit of morbidity at our wedding and I loved it. (laughs) People were going up drunk. Look, look at that. (laughs) You know, like look at that sharp rusted thing. How did that (laughs) cut you? You know, he is the father of American surgery. And uh, medic- medical practices were interesting during Revolutionary War times. Um, they still used leeches to bleed you because they thought that was effective. Um, Dolly Madison grew weed. In fact, lots of people grew weed, it was a cash crop. We're not going to get into that stuff till weed. much we have a lot of drug episodes. Guys,
1: we got episodes planned for you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't
1: you yeah. worry. It, we got your weed episode covered. It's coming. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I just want I mean it was we a, promise. it was a big cash crop back then. You know, Dolly Madison grew it regularly, you know. Uh, one of the cool uh, the houses are just so cool. Now, if you notice in historical towns like that, The colonial houses have, may have, they have the red brick and then they may have a a smaller black brick square Mm -hmm. that those, they would put in a a brick vertically instead of horizontally and Mm -hmm. paint it black because at night when you carry your lantern, the black illuminates the light and you could see more when you walked. Huh. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. I never do that.
0: Yeah, and there are plaques on houses um, for insurance, fire insurance mostly. People had their kitchens in the basement, so you couldn't t- to prevent fires as much as possible. If you didn't have fire insurance, you were fucked. Nobody would put out your fire. Mm-hmm. So everybody paid to have these plaques put on their wall from different fire insurance companies so they know if there was a fire, these guys were coming. Huh. Uh, one of the most popular ones is Green Tree. Uh... Give me a second. What else was I going to talk about? There's a place in Philly called the City Tavern that I love. It's all colonial food. You can get Thomas Jefferson's recipe for beer. You know. I want
1: to drink Tom Jefferson's beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. bet it's good. And,
0: and there's like pewter cups. And awesome. They, oh, God, they have a cookbook for the place. It's amazing. You got to eat there. It's expensive as fuck. But I it's bet so, it is, but it sounds worth it. Oh, God, it's so good. And I love... Um, There's like boot scrapes and horse watering basins all around the city as well. Mm. Like I've used them in both instances. Like a lot of people love this on tours, especially Zach. Zach was a, he drank water like every fucking minute. Zach was a horse, my other horse, of course, of course. Um. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I had to get that in there. I would bring him around Washington Square Park with a tour, Mm -hmm. and I would say, all through the city of Philadelphia, you can see big, large basins full of water. This is where people would uh, drink their horses, essentially. And Zach would then, like clockwork, drink from the fucking basin, and people would go (laughs) nuts. They'd be taking their cameras out. Oh my God, honey, look, the horse is drinking. It's so cute. You know, people love that shit. One of the two more points I have, busybodies. Not many people know what the fuck a busybody is. A busybody, besides the term to mean somebody who's always in your business, um, is a uh, three-squared mirror contraption that goes on the second story of a house. And the mirrors are angled so you can see who's at your front door without looking and letting people know you're home. They are attributed to Ben Franklin, or Ben could have found them in Paris and then brought them to America. No one knows for sure. But the quote goes, and I used to say this on my tour all the time, was when Ben Franklin's mother-in-law was at the front door, he was out the back. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a busybody. I love it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah,
0: I haven't hung it up, but I love busybodies.
1: Man, I love that, like, Ben Franklin back in the day, like, now everybody's got, like, webcams and shit for their front door. Yeah, yeah. Like you got, like, ring doorbells that'll have, like, a security system and a camera, and Ben Franklin's like, no, nah, I got mirrors.
0: <laughs> I like that. It's old That's traditional. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. This shit's awesome. All right, now, this is my last point on some of my historical um, facts about life besides the war. Mikey's going to love this. So... On the end of the tour, there they ha, in the Constitution area, there's always a ton of America stuff going on. There is one place that gives, there are tons of historical tours, and there's one place that always plays John Philip Sousa's the Liberty March. So mm. every time I'd pass with the tour group, I'd hear the Liberty March. And Mikey doesn't know what the Liberty March is. I do not. No, and I'm gonna hum it for you, and then you're gonna flip the fuck out. Really, awesome. Hobo mitz? in the middle of my story. He
1: wanted to sing too.
0: You want to sing Hobo mitz? All right, <laughs> guys, I'm gonna blow your mind, Mikey. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Written by Philip Sousa, Great. stolen by Cleese. Great. Yeah.
1: I, and, like, it's an American,
0: song, but I would tell people, I'm like, all right, so this is, like, a really American piece written to, like, march for your freedom mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. colonialist or whatever, but it's the fucking theme song to Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah. You know? And people are like, oh, my God. And, like, I just wanted to have fun facts on my tour That's all the time. And I, then love also, that. I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> alright I am out of stuff we're up to Ben Franklin now yeah man yo yo well I guess one of the other things we did as carriage drivers because we were fucking nerds was uh, we'd and we get out of work and like once a week or something we'd go watch PBS's uh, Lit- Liberty's Kids it was on at like 4.30 on PBS and oh, we'd awesome. get high and watch it <laughs>
1: nice And
0: Walter Cronkite was the voice of Ben Franklin. That had so many famous people doing the voices. And they all taught you about the Revolutionary War, so we just picked up facts, more facts.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs)
0: Yeah, a bunch of carriage nerds. (laughs) But we are actually up to Ben Franklin now.
1: Yes, we are. So why
0: don't you go first so I could drink water and (laughs) stop babbling for a bit.
1: So, uh, Ben Franklin... you're gonna have a lot more here than i am because you are you are a much bigger ben franklin nerd than i am um but the thing that i always liked about ben franklin Mm -hmm. and this is this is something that just big picture is important to me personally is that he was a intelligent real very realistic and real human being who had a lot of very ideas that were very ahead of his time and he enjoyed some le- a level of fame and a level of success for that. Yes. And we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we don't have a lot of people in modern society that are that are famous for being wise
0: and progressive and
1: progressive and having having a good beat on what's going on in the world around him.
0: Yeah, I mean, he did everything.
1: He he was a, the true jack of all trades.
0: Yeah. He's like the American Da Vinci. Yeah.
1: That's a really good way to put Ben Franklin. It's the American Da Vinci. I love that. That's <laughs> real you. good.
0: Thank you. They loved him in France. In fact, I read um, when we were going over stuff, I think he didn't go to America till after the war had started. He did something with the Stamp Act. See, this is how much I know about the dense history. I'm like, Ben Franklin was in France, and blah, 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 Stamp Act, and blah, 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 Philadelphia. (laughs)
1: Something, something Stamp Act, something, something, Philly, something, something, kite. With the
0: kite.
1: (laughs) Something, something, electricity. (laughs) The end. Actually, I
0: read that he was trying to roast a turkey. Awesome. With the electricity. He was joking, and like it backfired, and he's like, I was embarrassed more. He created daylight savings time He wanted to make a, a brand new alphabet That was easier He wanted to get rid of letters like C, W, J, X Who needs them? Yeah <laughs> He wrote out a whole new alphabet And I tried to read it I'm like no 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 This doesn't roll off the mind as easily as you think I couldn't read it There's a word H-O-Z I'm like what the fuck is Haz? Oh, or was it Has? Was, it, was he trying to do Has? I don't know Ben um, he was a big old womanizer. That's fun. Um, I read he was married to his wife for thirty eight years, and like he had many, many mistresses. Like mm. I said, they loved him in That's France.
1: Every-
0: <laughs> yeah, he was... everybody
1: had a million mistresses back then. Yeah, That's...
0: yeah. But he's so cool. Like he did all this stuff we don't know about. Um, when he was sixteen, he dressed. Oh no, he didn't. No. I'm sorry. His brother had a paper. He was he was a printing press too. He ran a printing press. He he did his uh, Philadelphia Gazette, and he um did his own. He did um Richard Saunders, uh, Poor Richard's Almanac. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so when he was sixteen, and his brother had a printing thingy, um, he wrote letters and posed as a widower named Silence Duguid, and gave advice on fashion marriage and women's rights to just name a few things wow yeah he did it for a long time until he was getting requests to like make appearances and stuff and then he had to fess up to his brother and his brother got mad but how progressive is that shit
1: (laughs) he was like dear abbying
0: he yes he was the original dear abby yeah And um, in France he was a fashion icon you know France and their fashion mm-hmm, they love mm-hmm. that shit they started powdering their wigs like him Huh. yeah they were crazy about it that's awesome mm-hmm.
1: man Ben Franklin he's been a fashion icon or
0: unpowdering them I don't know well something like that <laughs> Well um, he made this rule all right again when I when I when Mikey was talking about how against rape George Washington was. Um, ben has a bunch of rules that he wrote down. They're kind of like Ben's Ten Commandments. The Ben Ten. <laughs> I dig it. But this is number 12, so that I just wanted to rhyme, pretty much. Rarely use venery but for health or offspring, never to dullness, weakness, or the injury of your own or another's piece of reputation. Which is essentially saying, Ben loves sex. <laughs> Ben also um, wanted you to act in moderation, and not just with sex, uh, with everything. He really was one of the first people to, I, I really liked that he wrote about. using. Every, do what you want. It's personal ethics, not universal morals. He said that about food, too. Apparently, he was a vegetarian until he smelled a really nice frying cod. Hmm. And he's like, oh, fuck this. I could eat cod once in a while. <laughs> everything in moderation. Ben Franklin. Mic drop.
1: It's, hey, it's a good policy.
0: Yeah. Hey, Mikey. I know hey, what. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you know that uh, Ben, towards the end of his life, was greatly opposed to slavery and freed his own slaves and started protesting that. What, um, and I know you know way more about that than me, so I'd like to hear about it, please.
1: Well, I don't know as much about Ben Franklin's aspect there, but it's it is it, it is worth noting and pointing out that that that's a piece, an important piece of history because during the Revolutionary War and that beginning period of American history, it's kind of widely assumed that slavery was an accepted norm and the actual truth of the situation is that it was always a hot button issue. It was never something that everybody agreed on and just accepted as part of day-to-day life. There were detractors right from the start like Alexander Hamilton which is something that we should probably circle back to for the the pop culture section here, is Hamilton yeah. the Musical. Hamilton the Musical. Um,
0: and also, um, real quick, 1776 the Musical, which centers on John Adams, which I saw motherfucking Brent Spiner on Broadway do 1776. Be jealous!
1: I am jealous.
0: I know you are! Brent Spiner
1: doing 1776 must have been very good. It was
0: amazing! Oh, oh God, his singing voice is... Uh.
1: I like his singing voice. Oh
0: gosh. Oh Brent, if you hear me, I love you so much. You've liked a few of my tweets too, so I feel special.
1: Oh shit.
0: Oh yeah. All right, keep going.
1: Brent Spiner never liked anything I've done. (laughs) What? Brent Spiner never liked anything I've done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You should tweet him.
1: hey Fred Spiner how come you've never liked anything I've done <laughs>
0: I dare you to like, into <laughs> alright talk about how like what <laughs>
1: who the hell are you
0: <laughs> I've actually not seen Hamilton Oh, no. Yeah.
1: You should. It's a very good musical. I
0: used to be, growing up in New York, we're very Broadway. We grow up on Broadway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I kind of Broadway myself to death in the 90s, you know?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah,
0: the last thing I saw on Broadway was Spamalot, of course, coming back to Monty Python. (laughs) And I saw it with David Hyde Pierce and Tim Curry. Oh, man. Yeah. Brian was upset because Hank Azaria was filming some show and was not in the cast. Oh no! I was pissed too. I wanted to see Hank Azaria. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked, but but David Hyde Pierce was fucking magnanimous. I bet he was. Anyway, man, man.
1: man. Yeah, I've seen some good shit on Broadway. (laughs) I just
0: haven't seen Hamilton yet.
1: It's a very good show. It actually it. Circles specifically around Alexander Hamilton, but it's one of those things where, like, if you're not careful, you're going to learn a lot of history about other people, too. Um, They do touch on some, a little bit of, like, the controversy around slavery in it. They touch on, um, it's a lot of, like, personal life stuff about the various characters, well, characters, characters and historical figures. So I guess they're kind of both, right? Because, like, in a play, it's not the historical version of who they are. It's an mm-hmm. entertainment version, but... Yeah. Um, but they do hit on a lot of just a really great, like, personal life stuff, which, if you're into musicals at all, then, yo, go listen to Hamilton right now. <laughs> like, right now. Like, no, not right now. Finish listening to us first?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you want to see fun, action-y stuff about Rev War, you can always watch National Treasure... Oh, yeah. They filmed it uh, at the carriages. I worked for the carriages when they filmed it. I just wasn't working the day they were filming. Or I stopped working there, Mm -hmm. you know. And a lot of my friends were like, I'm in the movie, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I met Nick Cage's stunt Oh, I met Nick Cage's stunt double. Not someone else. That's my story. How did I remember it like that? (laughs) I met Nicholas Cage's stunt double when I was working. That's right. I was working during (laughs) National Treasure. And he came up. I'm like, who's that younger hotter version of Nicolas Cage (laughs) and he said hi to me and asked me about the carriage rides and he told me he was a stunt double I was like oh (laughs) that's awesome I was just thinking you look like a younger hotter version (laughs) (laughs) dude I totally forgot that was my story I have so many stories Mm. I wanted to talk about something else and I forgot what it was
1: oh man
0: I know I'm sorry
1: That's okay. It happens. I'm awful.
0: (laughs) Oh, we could talk about... That's what I wanted to talk about. A little PSA about Fourth of July. Fireworks. Because we're talking about the Rev War. Let's talk about this. Fireworks in Pennsylvania area are already going off. And my poor cats. Specifically Poe. Not Drake. Drake doesn't give a fuck. But every time Poe hears a crackle, snap, or pop... He's like, what, what, what? I got to run. Now I got to run to the other room. Oh, yeah. He gets the crazies. Not just pets, though. But please, when you're lighting fireworks, please be cognizant of living near veterans, Mm -hmm. people with PTSD. It's very serious. You really don't want to trigger someone who fought for you in Afghanistan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you have anything That's, to
1: add about that? Uh, other than, No, nothing to add other than that that is just, that is a, a human courteous thing to do for the people and pets around you is to just be be mindful. Don't, look, <laughs> I like fireworks too. Don't make 4th of July a week-long event. My anxious dog will die of a heart attack.
0: <laughs> well, lucky you live out in the mountains. What fireworks? Where are going people just
1: here? fire guns into the air for no reason all year round.
0: Well, I was dri- <laughs> I was driving in Philly the other day, and I heard a pop, and it wasn't a truck. Oh man! I was like, "Oh shit!" I just heard a gunshot. Keep driving, mm. you know, because I was on Broad Street, where you often hear pops. Yeah. But anyway. And uh, I guess that's our episode on the Revolutionary War. I mean, I, I we're gonna do more wars because I love war stories and war history. We all we both have our specific wars that we mm-hmm. cling, we, you know, mm-hmm. we dig. It'll be fun when we do Vietnam because the, the pop culture there is just... Mwah. There
1: is a ton
0: of Vietnam pop culture to go over. I know. I can't wait. Man. You know I'm going to get all Good Good Morning Vietnam.
1: Be like a six-part series on Vietnam. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> and my Robin Williams impersonation. Ugh. <laughs> I saw Good Morning Vietnam in the theater. I saw everything awesome. in the theater,
1: by the way. You really did, man. Yeah. Like, you're always like, oh, I saw Blank in the theater. And I'm like... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm a big ass ass movie nerd, yo. From like 81 to 2003, (laughs) I've seen a lot in the theater in those years
1: you've Not seen so all much. the best stuff too and you've seen all the stuff that I missed in the theater really? that I was that like sucks. oh I wish I would have seen Blank in the theater and you'll just be like oh I saw Blank in the theater it was great But <laughs> I'm just like oh man
0: <laughs> well we're gonna have to make an episode about that too we'll we need to do some. We, we'll need to figure out how to do movies ugh I mean the history of Star Wars alone Oh god yes. <clears throat> but again digression <laughs> so that was it
1: us digress never <laughs> <laughs>
0: We had a lot of fun. We hope you did too. We do
1: hope you had fun.
0: Yay! I'm Mixie Plum, and you can find me on Instagram at a bottle a plum. That's a b o t t l e a p l o m b. I write with a plum.
1: I love that username. <laughs> That's such a good username.
0: Yay! I love puns.
1: <laughs> That's such a good pun.
0: Yay! Holy crap! Mikey is slowly working on my website, mixyplum.com. I'm on Twitter at, at sillysage, S Y L E E S A G E. That was my World of Warcraft handle. Everyone would call me silly or sage, and I loved it. Nice. I was a horde, belfy priest. Go horde! <laughs> Purple hair, Word. elf ears. All right, Mikey.
1: And I'm Mikey Chase and i don't really have anything to plug you can find me around the internet at what the geek probably
0: and houseofsnark.net and
1: houseofsnark.net yeah you probably already know about house of snark if we... you're listening to this <laughs> podcast
0: <laughs> who knows let's just plug the website while we're plugging you know well that's
1: true i mean i guess you might have found us from itunes huh
0: oh yeah that too did and you we find us from it...
1: itunes where did you find us from tell us tell us
0: oh yeah tell write us. to us there's send us
1: a, a tweet, send us an email, tell us where you found us.
0: Yeah, DM, all that shit. I wanna hear you. Yes. I wanna I wanna read you.
1: Sounded
0: <laughs> 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 Daddy, boy, Daddy, Dotsy.
1: <laughs> Alright, I'm out, yo. <laughs> Me too. Woo!
0: Really awesome.